Welcome to episode five of Deep Astrology. I'm Patrick, and I promise to get back to some stuff I started on episode one, uh, talking about trauma in the birth chart, and sort of a general discussion of that, and then uh, I went into some examples with Neptune and Pluto, just to give some examples, and I realized, well, I probably, I'm going to need to finish uh those planets out for people, um, you know, for people who want that. And just for my own sense of, of completion. Uh, so we've got Saturn, Uranus, and Chiron to go. I think I'm just going to talk about Saturn today and, and keep it relatively short. Uh, but just to recapitulate and maybe say it better than I did the first time, the general idea is that um, when we're looking at finding trauma in, in the natal chart, I'm looking at uh, where, where an outer planet contacts a, a sensitive personal point like the sun, the moon, the ascendant, um, you know, the IC, other personal planets. Um, and yes, I am you know, throwing in Saturn and, and Chiron, you know, to that uh, definition of, of outer planet, you know, just just for this uh, explanation. So, you know, these, these planets represent big energies like the collective unconscious. They're, they're multi-layered, um, you know, full of uh, archetypical, archetypal significance. Uh, a lot of energy, a lot of power, and, you know, they can be quite overwhelming when they touch on some of these personal points. Um, you know, they, they're overwhelming even as an adult. You know, you have um, a Pluto transit or a Chiron transit, and they can be overwhelming where, you know, your your ego wants to get a handle on it, and it's just, you know, you can't. You know, you got to sort of just ride the wave, you know. So think about how much more, uh, you know, how much more difficult that big energy is going to be, you know, when, when we're younger. So we, we look at it in the natal chart, which is a snapshot, uh, you know, where we are at birth. But we also look at it, uh, look, look at these planets in terms of early transits. And I've talked about in the first episode, you know, you can, let, let, let's take Saturn as an example. Saturn moves average uh, 12 degrees a year, you know, so if we see Saturn's at the end of Libra and we've got uh, somebody's moon in the middle of Scorpio, let's say 15 Scorpio, uh, you know, natally, I, I wouldn't say that there's uh, an aspect there, you know, it's over 15 degrees. But we can see that Saturn is going to transit that natal moon uh, in the first year, you know, after the person turns one year old, you know, so the first year to 18 months of life, they're going to experience a very significant Saturn transit, uh, you know, conjunct their moon. So, you know, that's the kind of stuff we look for. And, and you know, like, if, if that were the case, you know, I might ask uh, about, you know, what was going on 
with with your mom when you're one year old you know was was she going through something because there's uh something in the transits what you're telling me that that the you know at about that age uh you may not have been getting the the nurturing that that you needed you know there there may have been a restriction on that uh you know, as far as, you know, maybe something, as I said, going on with, with the mother, you know, if it was the son, then it may have been something going on with, with the father. Um, so that's the kind of stuff we look for. And uh, again, you know, I, I talk about in the, in the first episode, um, you know, there's the traumatic aspects of these aspects. And then there's the lessons to be learned or the, or the gifts or, you know, because all these planetary archetypes contain, contain gifts and, you know, every single thing that we talk about in, in astrology has its so-called uh, positive and, and negative side. You know, I almost don't like to use that terminology, but you know, I, I will. Um, so, you know, Saturn may bring on this uh, sense of, of restriction, uh, you know, but then the gifts are, uh, you know, if Saturn's real prevalent in your, in your chart and you, and you do, you did feel that sense of restriction in your early childhood environment and that carried over into your adult life, then it's, it's a matter of getting a handle on, on Saturn and, um, you know, looking at the positive qualities of Saturn and, and seeing how you can consciously uh, cultivate those in your life, you know, like a, a sense of discipline, a sense of structure, you know, without being overbearing on yourself. And, and that's, that's certainly the, the, the challenge with Saturn is that when we have Saturn strong in our natal chart, we can be very overbearing on ourselves. And so the, the challenge is to fully embrace those positive qualities of Saturn, which again are, are structure and, and discipline, um, you know, without being real overbearing. Now, now how does Saturn, uh, how do I look at Saturn in terms of trauma? You know, I'm not looking at it in terms of uh, events as more of like a mood or uh, an atmosphere in the home uh, where you know there are certain aspects like saturn moon and uh, definitely saturn in any of the water signs uh, saturn in any of the water so-called water houses four eight and twelve you know or even the the sun or the ascendant where there's a, a feeling of um restriction of emotion or restriction of expression and that you know contributes to trauma in that trauma is not really about what happened or how we reacted to it in the moment i mean it is but the reason we call it trauma is that it's stayed with us and the reason it stays with us is is that we can't process uh, our emotional reaction at the time so it's not that the thing happened or that we had a reaction to it, but it's that we weren't able to to process it. And, you know, 
at that at a young age we we're going to need uh probably a caregiver to to help us process it so and then if the caregiver is related to the trauma obviously that's that's not going to happen so you know a heavy saturn in the chart is just going to add to a feeling of of being traumatized you know whereby even a smaller event could be could have more impact again because we we can't process the emotions at the time and and so that just more stuff gets bottled up so again trauma isn't really necessarily about what happened but it's about what we bottle up you know when it happens and after it happens and and aren't able to release and process and so a heavy saturn in the chart is is gonna contribute to that um sense of being traumatized and again though if saturn is heavy in your chart you know there's really nothing you you know, to do except to try and accept it and try and accept the, the positive aspects of it and look at uh, particularly on the area of your chart and, and where you can uh, apply that sense of discipline and apply that sense of structure. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll in, in a positive way, and I think I got a, a good example from uh, my own life, what's going on right now, um, to talk about how do we apply Saturn in a positive way. And I happen to have a pretty intense Saturn transit on my ascendant and it's coming around for the third hit. It, it passed it and then it retrograded and passed it again. And now it's, you know, I got a, a couple more months until, um, you know, my, uh, ascendant's at two Virgo. So, um, you know, looking forward to that beginning of next year where Saturn starts to move beyond two degrees of, of Pisces. But I'm definitely feeling that uh, in a couple of ways uh, in terms of vital energy. You know, our first house is about our vital energy. So I'm definitely uh, feeling pretty tired and, and struggling with that. And then the other way it's affecting me is uh, perfectionism, you know, the, the Virgo ascendant, uh, it, it's great for some things. It's great when you're learning something. Um, you know, I definitely developed some chops as a musician because of my Virgo ascendant. You know, I learned astrology, uh, because of my Virgo ascendant, you know, where I just, it's very detail oriented and I just keep, uh, keep at it. And, um, you know, look at where I'm lacking and, you know, apply myself in those areas. And so Virgo Ascendant is great when you're, when you're learning something. Now, when you get to this point where it's okay, I've learned it now, I gotta, I gotta go out there and do it. You know, Virgo Ascendant, you know, you kind of start to wish you had a different Ascendant, <laughs> so, and especially with Saturn, uh, kind of amplifying that perfectionism, you know, I've, uh, I can't tell you how many of these podcasts I've recorded and re-recorded and re-recorded. So, um, you know, that's been going on. 
but but I didn't want to talk about that so much as as far as uh, the health stuff. So you know, doing this qigong practice right now, you know, which is why it's it's taken me a, a little bit to get back to these podcasts. Um, you know, I've been wanting to do two or three a week, and I you know kind of fell didn't quite make it uh, last week, and I think it's been about a week since I uh, did a podcast. So, uh, but I've been really spending you know, hours learning various Qigong techniques and other energy medicine techniques and all this stuff. And, uh, you know, one of the practices I'm doing is the five elements practice, uh, that I recorded from a certain, you know, certain teacher and, you know, within each uh, series of movements, you're cultivating a positive emotion. And, uh, you know, I can't tell you just how great it is. Uh, you know, it, it's just such a boon in my life. And it it's, it's a great example of, uh, you know, where you can take Saturn, you can take a discipline um, and, and make it be about something positive and and really like I don't think I feel better you know if I look at like my whole day I don't think I feel any better than when I'm doing this five element practice and like so you know the first element you're cultivating um happiness and the second one joy and you're, you know you're really trying to like feel it in your body and, and um and like that and um yeah, so that you know, that's an example of taking Saturn, which can be very overbearing, and applying it to uh, an area where you're you're bringing more more joy into your life. So I think that you know, if you have a uh, heavy Saturn in your chart, um, I think that's you know that's the best way to apply it. Is you know you almost have to. Um, you know, schedule things that make you feel good. I mean, and it, it, it sounds, uh, you know, contradictory, oxymoronic, well, you know, whatever, but, um, you know, that's what you got to do. So, uh, I think I'll leave it there. You know, that's what I'm going through with Saturn, and that's uh, my thoughts on Saturn trauma and the birth chart, and I will come back another time and we'll talk about Chiron and we'll talk about Uranus as far as uh, trauma signatures. And uh, I should have said this at the beginning, but I, you know, uh, I do give readings and uh, I've gone through a bit of a um, rebranding lately. So uh, my website's now called deepastrology.org. I kind of got everything online with that. Uh, Facebook is Deep Astrology. YouTube is, is deep astrology. So, uh, yeah, look at me, uh, look, you know, find me at deepastrology.org if, if you want a reading or just want to check out uh, more about what I'm about. And, uh, I will see you next time. So be well.